Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me. Sometimes and I'll Welcome to episode 50 of Eat Sleep Run Repeat, the running podcast for the average runner. Just myself, Woolly, and the two Barden brothers in the house tonight. Right. Steve Sparling is uh, asleep. He needs a new job, I reckon. Yeah, he's just always – and he said he's been, like, working humongous hours and the heat has just been, like, a killer. Like, can you imagine? It's so hot and then you're working around ovens. In a, yeah, in a bakery. In the middle of the, middle of the night. It'd just be so hot. And then you could try and Gosh. do your training and all that. Like When you, when you finish work. Yeah, it's just no. Yeah, in, in the heat that's at the moment as well. Yeah, exactly. And then all, all the ovens, all the food, like, oh, man, be really, really tough. No air con. So let's hope older Sparling wins the lotto soon. Yeah. Anyway, what's been happening, boys? I went up the coast on the weekend. Nice up there. Yeah, lovely. Beach was good. Everyone, uh, we had Australia Day on Thursday, everyone else around the world. And uh, Queensland was just cooking when it was like 35 degrees. And then ever since it's been cool. Friday was a bit cooler, but then yesterday, today has been a stinker, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, so humid, so hard to train. So I mean, to tell, I'll tell you about my um, week because we did a uh, Australia Day run. I'll yeah, tell you yeah, about yeah. that. So Monday, I uh, I had a rest. Was I was planning on going to run with Ben Merlin again in, on Tuesday morning, but just figured out I couldn't get there for time and work and all the rest of it. So I did the similar session to what he did just at home on my own, which was um, a 10 K run with a 20 minute threshold in the middle of it, which was really good because it's the first kind of time I've run fast. And I felt like I was getting a little bit fitter again. I think I averaged about 340, 345 for the like 20 minutes, which was good. And then Wednesday I just cruised 10 Ks easy. And then on Thursday, which was Australia Day, we had a big crew of us out at, um, started at Decker Park and we ran 26K because it was the 26th of January. And um, we run through, well, we started at 5am, but by the time we were running back through Redcliffe, because we run to all the different piers, touch the end of the pier, kind of like a bit oh, of thing. Uh, Redcliffe? Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to touch the end of the pier apparently. But we did that, and um, by the time we got back, we were rolling through, through sort of Redcliffe area, and there was just people everywhere just setting up tents for the day yeah. with, with all their Australian flags up. And oh, like, honestly, hundreds of tents setting up when we were coming back. That's and then uh, red, like, yeah, like, what do you call it? Like between Woody, well, from all the Woody Point area was all loaded up as well. But after Woody Point... I guess you'd call that um, Margate. Margate Beach, yeah. So that along that strip there, there was just hundreds and hundreds of um, little gazebos set up and everyone saying, happy Australia Day and all that. It was pretty cool. So we finished that. That was 26K and I was pretty um, pretty cooked for like, not so much the run, but just the heat. But we really ramped it up. Whereas we were coming across the bridge, um, Ben Merlin said, if we do a really quick K here. We'll, we'll have an, an average of under five minute Ks for the whole run. And I was like, Oh, I can't be bothered. But it, I think it was me, 
uh, Peter Lewis, um, King Dingwell, and Ben, yeah, and uh, and Ben Merlin took off and ran like I don't know, like a a three thirty something k for the last k. I did a four twenty, and um, Kim was about the same, and yeah, it just made me. I was I was bang on five minute, five minute k's for the um for that run, and then on Friday I did a five k run. I didn't work on Friday. 5k run early in the morning, like really slow, just to sort of try and like give my legs a bit of um, some movement after that long run. And then Friday night, I did another 10k run. We were, we were up the Sunshine Coast by that stage. And then Saturday, we went to Golden Beach Park Run and did a good warm up run with Tammy. Tammy ran a really quick time for her as well. She ran 23.30 or something. She asked good. Cracking run, yeah. yeah. 23 PB. For that. Um, park run it is. It's the quickest she's run at Golden Beach. Twenty three thirty for Tammy. But mate, it was pretty windy too. Like it, it was hot and windy. You know, like yeah, drenched with sweat. But um, yeah. So we did like a three k warm up to uh, like Tammy was protesting about that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm saying you need a good warm up. Like trust me, it'll help you. Right. And then don't, she... don't take much to warm up. You yeah. know, warm up is a warm up, warm the body up. But in this heat. You probably, yeah, but you still uh, got to get the muscles going though. Yeah. I mean, they're still hot, but yeah, you've I... got to warm those muscles up. They're, they're, they're not like fully engaged and uh, they're, they're tight, stiff, you know. I need at least 2k. I worked yeah. out, I get need at least 2k, yeah. yeah. I'm the same. As long as you do your drill, like the drills, the warm up drills for your hips and Twitch I reckon you'd stuff, probably reckon. get away with it if you just did strides and all the yeah. activation things. You'd probably be right. But, yeah, so we did the 3K warm-up, and then um, I did the park run, and I was undecided on whether I was going to actually, like, have a crack or not. And then when we started, I, was, I think I went through the first K in, like, 3.40, and I thought, shit, I'm going all right here. Like, you know, I'm obviously not in, um, like, PB shape or anything, but... I thought I'll try and hold this and I was in about fourth position and then I got to third position and first and second were might like, you know, they're a couple of hundred meters up the road, but I kept I'm maintaining that kind of similar pace and I was really hunting down second place. And then with about 300 meters to go, like, I mean, I was absolutely gassed as well. I might add, but I got within about 20 meters of second place. And then this is, this is the thing I was most happy with is that I was having that battle in my mind of like, mate, it's just park run, just take it easy. And then the other one going, try and catch him, try and catch him. And then I actually went for the tougher option of just like chased him down. And then with about 200 to go, I just absolutely sprinted and managed to get him. He, he ended up finishing a second behind me. I think I run 19, 1850, sorry, 1850. And um, I was pretty stoked with that. Because uh, my legs were so tired, you know, from all the long runs and that. What did the winner get? Uh, seven. I think he might. Uh, yeah, I think he was a minute in front, seventeen fifty. So he was a fair way ahead. Blind. But I've run close to seventeen minutes on that course, I think. So I've got a long way to go. But you know, running on tired legs, like I ended up, I ran on the treadmill today just because we had to come back from the coast for um, one of the kids' birthday parties. So I'd missed the long run, but I still got to 81 or 82K for the week with a, doing a 10K on the treadmill. 
which was just brutal. Um, I did that at about 10 o'clock and uh, I had the roller door up on the treadmill, but uh, I couldn't run in the sun because I didn't want to get sunburned, but the heat in the shed was in the, uh, in the garage was pretty, um, pretty fucking hot. Can you put your treadmill in your house in the aircon or not? No, I could, could. do, but yeah. house is big enough. Be a bit of a man. That, that even getting that thing off my Ute was an ordeal. Like, I don't want to move oh, that thing. It's again. on wheels. They got wheels. You just wheel them. Yeah, but it's like a bit of. A I don't even move. Well, I'm gonna go for a run in a bit to to get a few few more k's and get like I might get forty. That might give me for like two laps of the big 45, 46 k for the week. So it's been a bit, it's just been so fucking hot. And, and, uh, it is. It has been really hot. It's like bordering on like dangerous sometimes, I think. Yeah. yeah. That fucking hot, eh? I'm hoping actually, I know you guys have been doing some runs with different uh, squads and running clubs. When I finished park run yesterday, I was did a warm down with Dara and uh, Jason. I think Jason's like Morton Bay running club, is he, or something like that? Yeah, uh, probably. He's an English, English uh, guy. And uh, they meet at Lake Eden Tuesday evenings at 6.30 p.m. and do like a tempo-y sort of session or some sort of, some session. So I might, if it's not too hot, join them on Tuesday. Yeah, that has to be the Morton Bay Roadrunners because I know they train That's around it. the lake. Yeah. Yeah, so I, was, I might join them on Tuesday to see how I'll, I'll have to wear the alphas <laughs> or the, oh, or the blazers. Just, yeah. I always do for training sessions. Yeah. So that'd be um, good to just get out and run some different training. Yeah. yeah. We're only two weeks away from um, dusk till dawn and it looks like the entries have really rocketed up. See, Matilda entered the 15K and then that was like, a, there was 88 people in and I think they're up to like 120 entrants now. Oh, all shit. Up, all the different races. So there's a real big um there's a there's a real big uh group i've like i heard you say that oh yeah i've changed from the 100k to the six hour and yeah. it, i think it, just for me mentally it'd be more enjoyable because i won't be pressing myself to have to stick to a certain time and if you say for instance even though you might slow down might not make the 100k in the 12 hours or you get injured or something or you just find that it's getting too hot or whatever something like that you could be a dnf but with the timed event you do one lap and you you're basically going to be classed as a finisher so yeah yeah keep running so look, i'm hoping to do about 60 laps 60k within that six hours so that's averaging not 10k an hour which i can do on a sort of you know that's six minutes a k but if i'm averaging five and a half minutes a k you you're getting that you're getting that done within an hour, about 55 minutes. So if I can get, just, I'm just looking that up now. Yeah. So an hour. Be, yeah, 30 K about seven hours. or eight miles in the, in the, uh, in that division. And then there's about similar females. Yeah. Five hours will get you to 50 K. Yeah. yeah. So if you can, yeah. I'll get 60 laps in. So if you go, just so if you change it, I'm just on the pace well, calculator my Five and a half now. minutes, okay. Go five minutes, 30, right? That takes you to, um, hang on, where's three hours? So two, you've run 32K at two hours, 56. 
at five and a half minutes. So you a get day. to like sort of maybe 65K if you really. Yeah. And I think last year it was running 66K and 65K with six. So these races are pretty close on the yeah, air. Not far better. off there. Yeah. So, Could drop a couple of quicker ones near the end. Bring that. Yeah, I'll be finished down. by midnight. I can chill out, have a beer. Yeah, have a sleep, yep, get up yep. and watch the finish of the 12 hour and then presentations. So, yeah, I think that'd be just more enjoyable. Yeah, good move. Yeah, yeah. especially this time of year, man. It's hot. could be hot in two weeks' time still. You sort of hope it's going to yeah. cool down a bit, eh? But it just it could be a stinker. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's even if it's overcast, I mean, six o'clock, it doesn't matter anyway. The sun's coming down, but the um, the it could still be pretty humid. So, yeah, that might that could change how things. You got a run with a head torch, yeah. or? Uh, I don't think they always do. It's fairly lit, but down the far ends where you do the turnaround, it can be quite dark. So I'll it's not a lap running around in a circle. It's no, it's not. Out it's back. up, out, out and back, back down, then back round again to yourself. So the start and middle sort of in the middle. You go up, do a U, and then down, do a U. So, and for anyone listening who's interested, that is at. Tagulawa showgrounds. Tagulawa showgrounds. So type in Jeff, Jeff, Jeff's runs. Um, yeah, Jeff runs and the G, uh, isn't it? Is it G E O F? Yeah. Yep. So yeah, Jeff's runs. So G E O F F S R U N S dot com, and then dust till dawn. It's the thirtieth anniversary, and the money's oh, going cool. to uh, this year. I think the money is going to go up the farmers' appeal. Um, so um, cool. Just uh, click on the eleventh of February. Yep. So you can enter all the way up to um, like six p.m. before it starts. So if you want to run, and it's really cheap as well. The fifteen k is like fourteen dollars. That's the first. That's the shortest run you can do for an adult. Um, and then so yeah, um, get out there. Or if you've got friends running, come and support them. And um, camp there, do you then? Yeah, we're going to camp, obviously, because uh, it's an hour and a half, two-hour drive out there. Um, so our charity of choice. So it says community friends. But... That's free then, is it? To camp and stuff. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's like on the side of the on the side of the um, side of the course. Put your pagoda what? up as well, and then um, that would be the idea. We put the pagoda up and um, put your swag under it. Yeah, put the swag under it. And a table and some seats, and you know, uh, nutrition and everything, and that, and. Uh, what about you, Fraze? Did you hit run with Rob or you have the kids this week? Yeah, I had the kids this week, but I did run with Rob on Monday morning. Just did 9K, easy run on the Monday. And then, oh, then I got the kid, picked the kids up from school. So then on the uh, Tuesday, I did a, I still rap, followed the program of what run with Rob was. So. He's obviously lifting weight still. Look at him. His arms have doubled in size. <laughs> Yeah, still going to the gym. Uh, so Tuesday I did um, the session that they did, seven by two minutes with one minute recovery, like ten minute warm up, ten minute warm down, and they're all at about pretty good actually. They're all about three forty nine, three fifty pace. So I was pretty pleased with that. I got pretty well. But it's hot cool. though. Yeah. So, so that was at like eight thirty after I dropped the boys off at school. I did that. Uh, Lemke Park there so yeah that was pretty good um, then, then on the Wednesday I just did 7k easy easy treadmill run Thursday just did 30 minute easy treadmill 
in the morning. That was Australia Day. Um, and then I went to an Australia Day party and stuff. Um, but then in the evening when I got back, I did a treadmill hill session. So I did 20, I did 10 minute warm up, 20 minutes of uh, two by three minutes of hills, like three incline on the treadmill and two minute jog. And then five by one minute of incline at four, at four incline, and then a minute jog, and then a warm down. That was another 7K. And then Friday, this is easy 45. And then Saturday, just uh, got up pretty late, had a bit <clears> of a sleep in, and then just did a 2K warm up, 2K fast. Uh, I did 8.42 for 2K. That was about 4.25 pace, my well, 4.20 pace. Yeah. Yeah whatever and then uh 1k jog and then did another 2k 2k the same did an 844 for that and then 1k warm down and then was that on the, was that on the treadmill or yeah on the treadmill yeah yeah, yeah. so i've calibrated yeah to my treadmill it takes a few sessions to do it yeah you used to do a i find you need to do a like an easy run on the treadmill and then a fast run on your treadmill and calibrate it that way and then it gets to know your arm movement that's how it's yeah. that's how it detects what pace you're doing and then this morning uh i was gone 11 o'clock i did uh 13.34 k on the treadmill just oh, to get up to 65 k for the week so, discipline 13.34 yeah how far together a week oh 65 k's for the week oh that's a cracker eh? good on you so man. i've done yeah so i'm so in the last four weeks, I've done 50, 56, and 65 of running last week, but 70 with a walk, and then 65 of running again this week. So, yeah, so I'm going to keep it at that awesome. for the next month. And then beginning of March, I'm going to start my 12-week block for the uh, Noosa half. So, yeah. Wicked. That's been good. But, no, I'm, yeah, feeling fit, feeling good at the moment. And next what week you'll be full training with the crew. Yeah, well, I've got I've got the boys just for a couple of days, just for a change, like in regards to custody. Yeah. Um. So I do run with Rob Tuesday morning. Um. I got the kids Wednesday, Thursday. I do Rob run with Rob the uh, Friday, and then yeah, another few runs planned and stuff, and all that as well. So cool. What yeah. time are you planning for the um? Setting yourself a goal for the Noosa half. one thirty Achievable. Yeah. So that would be about, what, a three-hour, 23-hour, 30 full marathon? If you could, well, you'd say that, yeah. No, they, no, they, you, yeah, they're no, faster than that. Probably about a 3.15 marathon, probably. Yeah. I was thinking okay. like a 3.10, but if yeah. you can run a 1.30 and then you keep getting fitter and faster, you, you'll just find that you'll be able to do that. When is Noosa? Uh, end of May. So that would give you a month and a bit if you want decided to do a full marathon. You're definitely doing the Ks at the moment. If you kept so I've got um, up... so I've got another month. So I've got all of February to do another what I'm doing at the moment, and then I'll start this proper yeah um block of training. I'll um I'll, I'll I might contact Runco see if I can get some uh, a program or something from yeah. Paul or. And I guess with 12 weeks too, you're going to get like a good bit of taper in that as well, aren't you, towards the end of it? Yeah. So, you, yeah, you'll be primed. Fuck, you probably run quicker. So I reckon I, I'm building the base at the moment, which I need, and then, um, yeah, see how I'm going. And I'll, 
I've got I booked me accommodation for Noosa as well in the week, so I've got a place right on the course, which is good. Oh, wicked, mate! Like when yeah. the first when I first got back into running, I did the jetty to jetty with wax, and I ran like one thirty nine, but I ran the first half like really slow, and then I picked it up because <laughs> I just figured that Brad couldn't couldn't run any quicker and it was getting a bit slow, and then um so then I think about. Seven weeks later or whenever it was, I was going to do Sunshine Coast Marathon half and I wanted to break 130 and I run 127.50 something, right? And I was over the moon. Like I really, I was really stoked with that run. And now like I can, I reckon I can run in like a 117 if I get fit enough. Mm. And I think like one, like I could do the 130 easy. So <laughs> what's 130? What's that per K? I think I run like average of 413 or 412 or something that day for 127 something. But that at the time, that was like completely overreaching. It felt like, but now that I could do that sort of easy. So it's just like once you get through that little hurdle mentally and then you train a bit more, you get a bit more confident, you get a bit more like of a, you know, base fitness behind you. It's just, it's funny that you sort of, once you sort of tick off them goals, it does get a bit easier sub 130 before so um when just getting back to that fitness what um... when i did that sunny coast i run i run with i run with i was running with the 130 balloon but then a a pack broke off and went a bit faster so i tucked in with them and i remember thinking we're going a bit quick but i'm like feeling okay and then just the fact that i run a bit quicker i managed to just sort of survive the last 5k okay and 4.30, 4 minutes 30 a K would give you an hour and a half. Dead on. No, nah, it'd be 4.15. Oh, no. no, you'd have to actually, yeah, sorry, you'd have to go faster than that. Yeah, you go 4.15, sorry, I was reading the wrong way. One hour, 29.40 at 4.15. Yeah. So, I mean, if I get anything close to that, it's, it's just a start, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I, I might do the uh, sunny coast half. And then, yeah, all depends. I might do Gold Coast Marathon. Definitely do the half, but I might do the marathon. The half's on the Saturday, isn't it? Can I um I share this thing? I, I seen it on Instagram, right? And um I sent it through to you guys. I don't know if you've had a look, but it's uh, a training session that Kip Chogi does. And um yes. geez, I thought it looked good. It's called Kip Chogi's Two and Ones. And um basically it's a ten minute warm up. Like I'll put a uh I'll put it in the show notes. So if you want to do this session. They probably does in it. ten minutes, probably does about five K. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he, Matt, uh, actually, they just shuffle, don't they? When you watch them and they're doing their warm ups, they're, yeah. they're literally running like six. But they start really days. slow, though. Like yeah. Kenyan, like they're out there, like Spencer used to say, like they, they run at like, say, six minutes a K, which yeah. to them is just like walking. Yeah, about, um, barely just moving, yeah, just shuffling just, along. Yeah. yeah, so they do 10 minute warm up and then you do 2K running at 10 seconds below your marathon pace. And then once that 2K is over, you go straight into 1K at 20 seconds below your marathon pace. And then you have a 200-meter walk, and you repeat that set three to five times. And I was really thinking about that because for me, that would be like 4.05 pace for 2K and then 3.55 for the 1K. And like that isn't that bad, but you think you're knocking out five sets of that 
Oh, that's five sets of three. Session. That's like fifteen k of that, and then yep. warm up, warm down. It's a twenty massive session, 18, eh? 19 k session. And I mean, everyone does it at their own pace, so it's not like you, if you do it correct, you should just feel like you're changing gears. Yeah, I reckon I've heard Paul Gawley say that. We did a similar session at Strider, and he said, "Man, this session's really good for teaching you to go through the gears." And I thought, "Fuck, that's a really good way of um of looking at that." We, I think the session we did at Striders with Paul was like half marathon, 10K, 5K pace. And I can't remember the exact minutes, but it was the faster was like less. So it might have been like three, two, one or something like that. But um, yeah, wicked, wicked session. Yeah. So check the show notes because I'll put that, I'll put the description of that. And um, I'm sure if you search around on um, Garmin or whatever, what you're using, there'd be a little um, a widget for that so you could actually program the session into your phone or just download it. They're pretty, like, yeah. I've been doing that with the Run With Rob stuff, just programming the session beforehand in the morning. So if it's at two minutes on, one minute off, you just your phone. When I did the session on Tuesday, I just wait to the phone, to my um, watch to uh, beep. Yeah, you just go. And then yeah. You go, so... You can do, you can send that to your phone to then send you a watch, can't you? And then do it as a. Yeah. Yeah. Be a, um, be a killer session that really good one to do. Um, you know, always good to have these, you know, when you sort of go out of ideas, if you're not being coached by anyone and you kind of want a session to do, check that out, have a look in the show notes. It'll be there. It'll be a bang I, of that. I've uh, got my 16 week, uh, marathon plan, the three hour 20 the gold coast uh from ben parks so um yeah shout out to ben parks that one i used last year for the i adapted a 16 week marathon plan for the noose of 50k but this one would be i'll use it dead so end of february yeah. i'll uh start that like 16 weeks out from goldie what's the and, biggest uh, weeks in that program i've got it here um one to four so i'm just looking three hours 20 i've got to do 445 okay but it builds up to total oh that's in miles yeah because it gives you in miles and k's oh no because it's kilometers sorry so we start for 39k it builds up we are going to hit 84k at week 12 and then the next week drops down probably like 35k on a sunday a runner yeah, it's yeah, 37 it's a long run to run. you get today. Yeah. 13 kilometer easy pace, 13 kilometer marathon pace, 11 kilometer easy pace. Yeah, wicked. Yeah, porch. Cool. <laughs> but that would be a bit cooler then, though, wouldn't it? That's like four weeks yeah. out. So do that, do that out. Sunday. I'd have to, wouldn't I be going up and down, up and down? Yeah. Right. It'll get a bit monotonous. Mate, you start, if you just like... start at one end. Oh, no, yeah. but if you park halfway and you've got the car, at least you can stop at the car and have a. Kit Kat, you know, have a break, have a Kit Kat. That's what we've done there before where when we've done like big um, striders runs out there. We've actually set up a table halfway along that road and put your um, Powerades and gels and oh, shit on keen. there. You're keen. You're keen. missing, wasn't it? <laughs> no. Once we had a table set up there, right, right down the end near the um, Mora Park where there's people everywhere, and I was saying like, shit, I don't really – I want to leave my, I don't want to leave my like drink bottle here, but dead set. We went running. There was no one there watching it. And at about 
15 K when we went past it, everything was still there. We all grabbed our drinks and kept running. <laughs> Good I, practice, I, remember eh? once, I remember once I was doing a session around Lemke Park a couple of years ago, whatever. And I, I had my water bottle <laughs> down by this tree. And then I was doing me like reps and stuff around. And then people would walk their dogs and stuff down there. And then someone uh, said, Oh, is that your water bottle over there? I went, Yeah, yeah. he goes, Like one of the dogs over there just like pee, pissed uh, on it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, cheers, cheers for letting us know. <laughs> Yuck. So, yeah. They got left there. Oh, no, I kept the bottle, I washed it all, but I didn't drink anything out of it. <laughs> Uh, they charge up. so much for a little plastic water bottle, don't they? Like, you know, because it's got Adidas written on it. And you think... Like, I see the night, the night ones are like 30-odd bucks or something like that. It's like crazy. Actually, um, Tammy got a pair of... um, uh, What are they there? Pegasus 36 or something? Seven, Females? Yeah. yeah, like Pegasus something. At DFO, 50 bucks. Mm. Well, they got 50% off today on the women's, and uh, but there's nothing on the men's. And uh, Matilda's up to another pair of tempos, but slightly bigger um, size. Um, and yeah, but nothing. But uh, oh, this was interesting. Um, we might look at getting um, uh, Daniel O'Hara. We haven't mentioned him for a while. His brother-in-law lives in Sydney, is a physio. And uh, he was saying that they've had a number of, he's had a number of women coming through, runners, who are getting... Um, hip issues uh, and they're running in like carbon plated shoes yeah yeah and funny that and he i said oh i wonder why that is he said because he's actually doing the work for them and they like they're not getting the the same usage so that leads to two interesting things when matilde doesn't run in a plated shoe um she seems to get calf ache because maybe her calves have got a bit weak yeah but um She's found out as well that um, she's, she does get a hip issue <laughs> as well. And it's because the glutes aren't engaging properly. So lazy glutes. So um, exercises do for that. And that may be the same thing. She like runs in those, loves those alpha flies and runs in the tempos as well. But it's been, we went for a 10K run like, when we wasn't able to join the podcast last week. We were out at, at Debra at the showground yeah. running around there. And uh, that was Matilda's longest run. It was great. It was 10K. Um, she was in the alphas, but started to get hip issues right at the end. And uh, maybe because of those. So I do. Um, I listened to um, the performance show with Brad Beer. He's like a famous physio. And I actually listened to a podcast about um, the super shoes and how they've just pushed the injuries further up the body. Mm-hmm. What you used to get calf problems, they just pushed them up to the hamstring and glutes and hips yeah. so it so must be a well-known well-known thing oh that's why I, that's why i um run like do my long runs in my mizunos and kayanos um but the reason was fun was chatting with daniel and he was saying that um when they made those shoes for they were made for kipchoge like they were made for marathon the top elite but they said for them to be legal you have to offer them to the general public as well yeah. And the other thing is, everyone goes, oh, yeah, they can do it. I'll have them. And they're paying an astronomical amount for, well, all shoes have gone up, haven't they? But they're buying these shoes when really they shouldn't be, uh, we shouldn't really be running in them, you know. Um, Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think you just that's why good shoe rotation can be very important. Um, I actually run in my tempos at um, Park Run at Golden Beach just for a change. 
But yep. I did see there was a female there with the brand new alphas on. Um, the orange, you know, the uh, orangey Squared red. Back. Yeah, yeah. Must have, you know, just come off the shelf. 370. Yeah. But they did look good. Got to get yeah, a pair nice. of them. You can see them at the Nike shop at um, Chermside. Yeah. And they look nice. Yeah, but they're only one color at the moment. Yeah. Bright orange. I'll wait for. Um, Wait for him to drop a bit. When the out, when the breeze come out, yeah. uh, I reckon I, they're all right for racing and stuff. But yeah, for training, stick to a normal shoe. But it's yeah. nice though when you put them on for a race because you know you're going to run a bit faster and you're like, yeah, look forward to it. And it's sort of like, um, you, it, I think they definitely help recovery and you don't get so fatigued. If I'm doing on. a session, I'm putting the uh, vapor flies on every time. Oh yeah, they're like the lighter. Stuff. You're yeah. not going to get so smashed up wearing them. Yeah, I was listening to one podcast thing, and it was about um, like change the shoes up. So you know, like if you're wearing your Alpha Flies or something like that, where the shoes doing the quite majority of the work for you, and you're running, but then change it up and then wear a non-plated shoe or whatever, yeah. where you're doing the work on the you other might be foot. slower, but you know that you've done the I've work on each. Yeah, but you really know you've like done the work, though. Legs. Yeah, right. no, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. you know. I was yeah. surprised when I ran. When I was at Byron Bay, and I ran down the beach and ran back. I was only like oh, two to two and a bit k, but I was running at five, like fifteen a k, and I felt really easy. And I was barefoot running down the beach. Maybe I thought I was on holiday, you know, people watching or whatever. And you just, but it was just. um yeah, I was just cruising along and I thought, oh, maybe I've got a bit of wind behind me. When I turn around, it's going to be a different thing. But no, I was like running barefoot. And I thought, oh, maybe just, you know, I don't know. No weight on your feet. Yeah. Maybe just feel, you know, having a bit of a skip along. But, um, yeah, I was quite surprised at the speed. Any um, local legends? I've got purchase of the week. Purchase of the week. It was me $20 Nike bright yellow singer. Don't look bright yellow on video, but that's about purchases of the week i think i was in dfo the other day um and i did pick up those streak flies and i was tempted to get a pair because they did feel good but um we were supposed to be there to get um shoes for the kids at school so i just didn't get them but um <laughs> maybe if tammy wasn't there i would have got them but anyway but i was looking their shorts like man geez i got a poor selection of running shorts so eh? the only decent on. ones i got them trail ones yeah, you gotta look at the um they're on the for sale rail. You know, they get fifty percent off the um that sale rail or like yeah. I nearly got another pair of those Nike trails shorts because they are great. They're excellent pair of shorts. They had them in a different colour, the blue and light blue and beigey sort of thing. Um, but they only had them in large, not a medium. So I was like, they don't they were too big. I think you need the shorts these days with a few of those little inside pockets and stuff just to put your Yeah, these have got two zip gels and stuff inside. Two zip yeah. pockets and then a little one on the back and then they got the loops on them to mm. you could put like a soft flask. Yeah, gotta get um I was, I was trying to get um I don't know if I've spoken about this on the podcast, but I was trying to get some shorts made. I don't know if I've told you about this, but I did have a, a plan to um get some running shorts made and yeah, yeah. uh yeah, yeah. went through the whole process of trying to get them made in China and it was just a major pain in the ass, like um, you know, first of all, just getting someone that you can trust, then getting through the language barrier, then trying to explain to them that they need to be like really, really well made and 
all they want to do is just sell you something off the rack. Like it's such a mission. And then I went to a guy, a guy that I sort of know in Bali who owns a big factory, a clothes factory and same thing with him. And it was good. Got to the point of like, I was going to post him some shorts to like try and replicate. And then turns out they had a massive shortage of the materials worldwide at the moment. So you couldn't get the materials. I was, I've just given up on it, which is a shame, but that would have been good. Cause there's just no selection of shorts. You can either get you know this though, um, like the, uh, I was watching the cross country from England and it was the South of England. Yeah. Champs Started watching that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they still a lot of them still all wear the old four inch or whatever six yeah. inch short. Yeah, your dad right. does need to go. I got a few. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've got no pockets. Nothing. But the only thing is, you need them a little bit longer to be able to hit a pocket and put a gel in. Yeah, but they don't need gel when you're doing a cross country race. No. Well, no, but you would if you were diabetic. Your blood sugar got low. I never did when I used to do. I know, but that lad that won that phrase, he's winning yeah, everything. Tumbridge lad. Tumbridge, yeah, he, won yeah. the, he won the Kent Champs as well. He's a just yeah, he did way with miles. He was miles ahead, eh? He's just Strong. a great runner. Good um, runner. Who is that? Yeah. I can't think of his name. T- he's not on Strava, you know, because I've tried to find him. Yeah. So I wanted oh, to see yeah. what sort of sessions and that he does, but you can follow that team, uh, uh, what's it called, Inside Tumbridge on YouTube, and they do post a lot of the. A lot of the training sessions and that they do, but I haven't actually seen him on there. William, no. someone, I think. William? Yeah. He he wins a lot of races. He's he's up there in the nationals and that as well. Yeah. He'd be up there. Yeah. Bloody good runner. Oh, I might have to shoot off when I get a run in. Yeah, just, cool. Let me just see if I'll get his name in a sec. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, enjoy uh, a good, have a good week. And um, I'm going to head out for a run. I'll leave you guys. Uh, to it good Don't stuff mate it. good have a good run yeah mate nice and warm right. for you i got that ice bath to get in yeah get into it there's just a bath of cold water which has now been heated up by the sun <laughs> james kingston is his name james yeah great runner 15k yeah. winner of the south of england championships catch you later nath have a good run mate yeah right yeah he is just some runner he does it you say he won the kent champs and then he, he won that strong and he, he just got away from him. He like beaten by it. I don't know what the end result was, but he was well away. Tunbridge always do well though in those. I would have thought they would have won the team event, you know. Yeah, and I like how they do that too with the cross country because it's really team orientated, so every position mm. counts. Yeah, so like even four, the so you got four, yeah. six in a team or something, and then four scoring. Even the sort of guys that are finishing, you know, more towards the middle of the pack will still battle yeah. every position because every position counts in your point system. You know, you might have A, B and C a, teams. A. Like, yeah. always good because they always compete right to the finish line. I'd, um, yeah, I'd love to get in, like, have a good crack at English cross country. I win the lot. Oh, a lot of mud, lot of mud there. And they said they're about, what, nine mile to, like, 15 yeah. 15k Fucking long way man over uh, it, i'll post a video in the description on the show notes for anyone who wants to check it out but i'll post a video from a guy named mark hookway who who posts a lot of the like local running stuff from england and listen to the wind of those cross countries like not only are they dealing with mud and hills it's always howling wind and it's cold it, it's fr- and it's freezing cold <laughs> and these guys are averaging Close to three minute K's over 15K. Like it's incredible. 
Did you watch anything? Oh, they're not going that quick. And then yeah. if you find any of them Strava, it's just like, wow, yeah. they're absolutely motoring. Yeah, they like do a 10K in like 33 minutes or something. Yeah, like all the winners can all run well under um, 30 minutes for a 10K, like track. Well, there was a guy, I think, road. in that race who'd done 10K like 28 minutes or something. Yeah, that's and fast, man. That's win. fast. I see um, that Keely Hodgkinson. Yeah, she got the... Broke a record. Yeah. 123 for 600 metres. Absolutely bonkers. So quick. I was thinking about that when I was looking at it. I was thinking if I run like a, you know, like an 80-second 400, that's like 320 pace, she'd be 200 metres in front. Pretty right. funny, eh? Um, he's an Aussie. He's a Brisbane guy, but I think he's English as well. Adam Fogg just yeah. ran like a super quick... Um, 3k time he was uh fraction off making the uh, european champs qualifying time so it's pretty good i've seen him run live a couple of times yeah. exciting um prospect really good youtube channel the fog dog exclusive pretty good him and his old man are always on there it's pretty funny i think he's might be back in england at the moment but i know he's in a he's uh goes to a college in america oh yeah I don't know if he might have graduated, he might have finished his degree. But, um, yeah, shit, good on you, Adam Fogg, if you're listening. Highly doubt it, but well done anyway. Yeah, so he, he um, runs 744.14 for the 3K, sorry. Oh, yeah. Crazy, eh? Yeah. So quick, man. Yeah, that race was actually won in 728. It's crazy. I'm not even going to try and pronounce the winner's name. Yeah, he was eighth position and run 744. Yeah. Insane. Anyway, nothing else you want to talk about? Nah, all good. Uh, let's wrap it. Wrap it. Bit of a short one. We'll be cool. back next week. We'll be, uh, we're going to do that backyard ultra. Group yeah, run. I'm doing that on Friday uh, out at Sampsonville. Maybe so we'll get some, um, some live audio yeah, from that. It's like, it starts at four. Um, I might get there around then or five. Um, goes for six hours, so till midnight. So it's um six point seven k in the hour every hour. Like backyard ultra format. Yeah. So so you finish it in forty minutes. You get twenty minutes rest, then go again. So but it's quite a few going. Good training anyway. Should be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that'd be my double run day that day. I'll do run with Rob in the morning. I'll do that in the evening. So, Friday, Friday night. Yeah. 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 Cool. So, yeah, it's good. I'll do that. That'd be good. Good fun, I reckon. Bring your headlamp. Yeah, for sure. Watch out for the snakes. Yeah, there's heaps of snakes around at the moment. Yeah. I reckon I'm seeing like probably one snake every two weeks up here. I had a snake where I'm sitting now behind me. Well, the ones that I see out here, they're like little brown snakes, but I don't think they're brown snakes or like a taipan or anything. I, th- yeah. I think they might be a keelback. Yeah. But they're brown, so you just definitely don't yeah. go near them. And they're aggressive oh, too, man. Like you go near oh, yeah. them, they sort of, they kind of come at you. It's nuts. I remember I was just cycling to work um, on the Kedron Brook. I was cycling along on the path, and then I saw this snake like coming up. And then I thought, oh, I just, it was only little. I just thought I'd just ride around it on the path. And as I did, it jumped up at me. And like, tried to bite you. To, to, <laughs> to bite me. Like, I was like, this little bastard. I don't know if I spoke about it, but 
We saw one at Parkrun the other day at North Lakes. Oh, really? On the last lap, it just come out of the bushes. I hurdled it and I turned around and yelled out like snake. And um, like, cause there was, it was a walkers, you know, doing their first lap at first or second lap at that point. Mm. And the women were just screaming. I don't know whether it went back into the bush or if it crossed the path or not, but um, <laughs> yeah, they're just fuck. They're fuck. They're everywhere. Yeah, well, there's shocks about the moment too, eh? Yeah, yeah. That because of the the heat that's about. There's loads of uh, being sharks spotted down the Gold Coast in the shallow water and stuff. Yeah, there was actually um someone bumped off their board at Kings Beach the other day. Oh really? Yeah, it's a matter of time before someone gets eaten there. I reckon. Yeah. Well, Kings Beach is the only beach that's in um, on the Sunshine Coast that's ever had a fatal shark attack. Yeah, I think it was in the seventies. But it's like there's so many sharks around there because of that river. Yeah, it's um, it's scary to say, but I reckon it's like a matter of time before someone gets bitten. And they're all bull sharks too, so they're like dumb and aggressive. Yeah, worst kind. On that note, let's get back to the program. Good stuff. All right, mate. All right, sweet man. Catch you later. Talk to you in a week. Good kid. No, mate. Later. Extension of tolerance, dimension of